0: Hello there, everyone, and welcome to Talking is a Fraction. This is our weekly show where we peruse and select some of the most interesting people of the material plane, and then put them through a set of challenge rooms and questions to find out a little bit more about the world they live in. Why, you may ask? I have no idea. If I'm honest, it's definitely got nothing to do with the invasion of higher beings or anything, I swear. Anyway, I am the playmaker and I am one of the newly appointed question masters, you know, one of your resident benevolent inquisitors. And this lovely place is my parlor of candor. yes, see? (laughs) Now you may have noticed that I am not alone. That is because I have been through the material plane, I did not randomly throw a dart at the dartboard to see who I was going to pick, but I have the wonderful creature known as Who I've bought for some fun and game. Say hello, Rodi. Hello, Rodi. Oh, yes. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, it is also my understanding that uh, Rodi is also connected to other characters within the material plane, as well as a higher being known as Sean in the world known as the real war out. I never say that, right? But it's still a funny name no matter what. So he's got that going for him at least. Anyway, it is my hope that we will be able to extract information from Rodi as well as Sean. Uh, now, Rodi, are you ready to play? Uh, oh, I don't have time. You have plenty of time. Yes, you—you'll have a. I'll get into that in a moment. But oh. uh, just before I get into that, I, I need to. Uh, I need to uh, thank some amazing sponsors and supporters. Uh, these entities are known as Hero Forge, Ultra Pro, Phoenix Dice, and Alchemy RPG, as well as Idol Champions, Netherwinter, Elderwood Academy, and DD Beyond. I should also mention that uh, we all have a very special fondness for our audience members known as the D20 Club. We always do the love hearts when the D20 Club is mentioned. Like that, yes. Uh, I always do mine, so it's like the I. Mm. Anyway... <laughs> You can uh, join those for. Uh, you can join the D20 club for as little as one of your local currency. A-, a link will be provided by the Kobolds in chat in a moment. Yes, look out for that. Uh, if you can't join us in the parlour of Candor live, you can always listen on one of your favorite podcasting apps by searching Roll Together RPG. And if you wanted to find us on any of the other planes of social media, you can just search Roll Together RPG. We are also on YouTube by searching Roll Together as well. Now, Rody, as you asked, <laughs> uh, you do have time. You will be here with me in the parlor of Candor for the next 55 minutes or so, depending on if we go into a tangent or not. And I have this wonderful deck of 100 cards that we are going to decide which room you're going to go in. Uh, You'll find in your pocket now that you have a uh, a D100, if you didn't have it there already. Oh, so I do. Yes, so uh, how this will work is you will roll the D100. I will draw said card from the deck. I will give you an explanation as to what is on the card, and then you will enter the room, and we will put you through some sort of a challenge might be a puzzle might be social interaction might be combat we don't know if at any point there is a particular room that you don't want to go through you or myself can call talking is a free action and we'll get a chance to get some little bits of information from Sean. Once the 55 minutes are up, you will be safely taken back to the exact moment I took you from, and you'll have no memory of any of this ever happening. Now,
1: where did I take you from exactly? Oh, see, oh, I was in a theatre. Oh, just all of these all of these horrible things were happening. Everybody's worst nightmares, in fact, were, were coming true. That sounds horrible. It wasn't great. Oh, well. In fact, I probably... Depending on how this this goes, I, I, I might ask to stay if 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 it's if it's less horrifying.
0: Oh well, I've not had anybody ask that. I mean, I don't know what sort of person would put you through such horrible things. They must be a really, really horrible person. Oh well, I certainly couldn't answer that question. Oh, no, definitely not. Anyway, uh, shall we get? Shall we begin? Yeah, yeah. So, if you'd like to take that D one hundred that you have, and if you'd like oh. to give it a roll, I shall shuffle my deck, as you can see and then we will see what you have rolled uh 42 all right yeah 42 so that's going to be this one right so i don't want to show you what's on the card i just want to describe (laughs) it to you so what we have is a woodland arrow with what looks to be a cabin with a very faint light on in the background Uh, there seems to be patches of leaves that seem to have been placed close towards the cabin uh, with maybe some little spiky bits t- sticking out of it. I don't know. Why don't you put that in the door for me? We'll have a look Oof. to see what happens. Sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Fantastic. Um, so, you walk over to the door and you place the card in the center. As you do, the purple on the card lights up in with like an arcane symbol on it and that spreads through what you didn't notice before veins in the door which spread to each of the edges and the door itself then opens and you can see on the other side of the door a woodland area and in the distance there is a cabin with a very little bit of light coming from it it is nighttime there is moon moonlight in the sky and there seems to be a singular path towards the cabin
1: Oh, it's better go towards the cabin then, I suppose.
0: So you walk through the door. The playmaker walks through the door with you. However, as we do this whole sort of 3D image thing of it going from one side, from the parlour of candle to this forest area, two people walk through, or two humanoids walk through. One, yourself, and you find that you have a very small little rat on your shoulder. Don't mind me. Okay, carry on. Oh, what, what,
1: what do I see in the tavern?
0: Oh, the the cabiner is uh, it's probably about a hundred foot in front of you. We're going to have to take a little oh. bit of a a little bit of a jolly walk that way to uh, to get a bit closer and see what's going on there. Is that okay?
1: Sure. the yeah. the The picture on the card it had some spiky looking leaves. Can I see those leaves?
0: You can definitely make me a perception check if you'd like to, yes. I'll do that. This is not going to go well. <laughs> I'm sure Four. it will. Or, uh, you, I mean, you can see leaves on the floor. None of them don't look particularly spiky. I don't know. Oh, good. Maybe if
1: you stood on one, you might find out. Makes sense. I will just walk towards the cabin with no, paying no mind to any leaves and... What happens, happens. Uh,
0: you walk and you get to about 60 feet. Uh, you're about 40 feet away from the cabin itself. When you you hear the sound first, then you feel a shooting pain up your right leg as you put your foot in a bear trap and it swing right around your leg. Uh,
1: oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. oh, now that does look a little bit painful, doesn't it?
1: Well, especially because yeah. I'm a gnome, bear trap probably came right out my thigh.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a just shy of the knee. I mean, it's just above the knee, should I say. So uh, quite large. It's a, a rather large creature, and unfortunately for yourself, you're not very large. Mm-hmm. Now, with the sound of this bear trap going off, you can see that more lights have begin to have begun to turn on within the cabin. You can hear shouts of, we've caught one! Get the weapons, we're going to kill it. What are you going to do? What, profusely?
1: Um... Oh dear, oh no, oh dear.
0: You can can see that uh, I am currently desperately trying to cling on to your armour, but you're sweating so profusely, it's like a waterfall coming off of you. It's very Hmm. difficult to hang on.
1: This is a predicament. It is. There's nothing for it.
0: <laughs> What's this um, contraption thing that I see on your back?
1: Mm, what does that, that... do?
0: That's the this. Thing I'm, it's the thing I'm hanging on to now because the rest of you is completely drenched. So it's the only thing that's not wet. What does it do? It's, it's rather uh, large.
1: That would be my my mizium apparatus. Oh, that
0: sounds interesting. What does it do?
1: Well, It gives me access to all sorts of spells that I would not normally have access to. Oh, really? Which is a... A good point, because I thought I might be able to vortex my way out of this, but it turns out it's another creature I can see, and there's not a lot of point in me sending you flying.
0: Oh, no, no, please don't.
1: All right. Let's see if we can't find something better to do. Um, I'm hoping they're taking a bit of time with all of this um, trickery that they're doing.
0: You can see that the lights lights of the cabin are now fully on. There is a lot of uh, banging and crashing going around. You do spot... A person come out of uh, the house, out of the building, and run towards a a small little, like, you know, one of those, like, storm shelter door things, opens it up and disappears down under there. I uh, don't know why they've done that, but, uh, yes.
1: I could, I could reduce myself, but then that might just make my leg smaller and easier to crush. I particularly want to keep my leg.
0: Yes no that would there would be um there doesn't seem to be much of a gap that's being right. left at the moment. I'm going to attempt to miss this step. Ooh okay that's a good uh d- now uh you don't have to worry about taking me with you. Um the benefits of being one of the question masters is that I um I can follow you <laughs> no matter what. I can manipulate the spells in a way that I can follow you. So at least I think I can. We'll find out, do it, it'll be fun, okay? So, I'm going to attempt this. There isn't a downside to this contraption, is there?
1: Oh, well, we're about to find out. Um, so I rolled a nine, which does not beat the DC of the spell I was trying to do, which means that I'm going to randomly cast something else.
0: Oh. Oh, this is very interesting. I love this. Oh, please. (laughs) Oh, tell me. Don't worry, I won't be affected by whatever it is you do. I just want to see what happens to you.
1: (laughs) I mean, I wasn't particularly worried about you, but, um, right. Oh, well, I I thought we were
0: building it. Okay, carry on. You caught me in a trap. Got in a trap. Sorry, I'm not going to do that right now. The internet does not need
1: to hear that. Another what the internet.
0: Uh, it's this thing that we're apparently
1: on. Uh, the World Wide Web. I feel like I'm going to learn a lot of things I don't understand. And I have accidentally I like. cast Gust of Wind. Mm. Which was not entirely what I was attempting. However, I'm going to try and use it to my advantage. So a line of strong wind, 60 feet long and 10 feet wide, blasts from me in a direction that I choose for the spell's duration. Each creature that starts its turn in the line must succeed on a strength saving throw. Right, I'm going to try and keep the door closed on that uh, on that there building.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you do see as you get a bit, as, you know, this spell goes off, uh, originally in a different direction, probably the direction you were looking to Misty Step, uh, you direct it towards the door as it begins to open and the wind itself keeps the door shut. You can see that it's moving and shaking as either the wind is battering into the door or somebody's trying to get through it on the other side. However, there was one person that did go down into the Storm Cellar area, and they do come out of the top, and they're looking around, wondering why the door is shut, and they move over to the door to try and push it. Now, you said they need to make a strength saving throw, didn't you?
1: Oh, yes, please.
0: Right, well, I'm going to roll the strength saving throw and uh, let me just do that quickly and oh. <laughs> oh no as they step into the gust of wind they are pushed face first into the door and are currently stuck up against it uh, you have a little bit more time if you'd
1: like to try something else yeah i think i'm going to try my tinkers tools and i'm going to try and um, try and dis- disassemble the the uh, the entrapment device mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yes. Will make me a tinker's tools
1: check, then, please. Which of my um, which of my skills would uh, would would this be counting against?
0: Oh, as you, uh, I would say, as you're trying to do this quite quickly, uh, you could do this. You could either use a sleight of hand, or and add your proficiency to it as well, of course, because of your tinker's tools. Uh, or you
1: use, uh, what was the other one? Investigation, if you want to. I'm going to... I'm going to use my tinker's tools with my my slighter hand. Um, With my proficiency bonus, that is a 17. 17? Oh, well, it's it's rather quick. You're like...
0: And you stand there while you're holding the gust of wind and the trap itself just, just falls apart at your feet. All the bolts roll around in the grass... And you are free. And as this happens, you notice that a door open, or a door sort of seemingly appears out of nowhere, in the centre, in between yourself and where the cabin is. And I will just let you know now that you can go through that door and get out of here if you want to. You can stay if you want, and keep these people from getting to you, or we can try another room.
1: there, there, There are a couple of screws and such. Just, just loose now, yes? Yes. I'm going to pick a couple of them up and I'm going to just drop them into the gust stream.
0: You drop them into the gust stream and you will watch as one of the or the poor person who is on the other end gets hit in the head and <laughs> in other parts of his body uh, by these bolts.
1: Serves you right. Be careful with your traps. All right, I'm off. Bye. You run, through the
0: run towards the door, you open it, and you pop into a large large view anyway. Uh probably about 30 foot long corridor. It's got loads of different pictures up along the walls. It's got like a wooden finish to it. It's it's as if you're back in the parlor of candle. Uh, there what? are various look various pictures of heroes and some villains on the board Uh, some posters of some things there's a there's a particular poster that says a murderous symphony and there's another poster that says a viscous cycle and there's another one that says the gloom fall at boulders gate and it's um it's all done in this very fine art style Uh, but at the end of it there is another door I am stood next to you as me again and I will say would you like to roll another d100 please
1: and we'll see what room we go to next. I suppose so. Uh, I'm also, at this point, just going to very quickly um, healing word my uh, my leg, which has a rather deep cut on it. It does, yes. That was a 53.
0: Oh, 53, right. I thought for a second there that you healed yourself for 53, and I was like, wow, you are very powerful.
1: I mean, no, it was mostly superficial, Healing word was, um, I'm just going to say, oh, come on, come on. That's enough for seven.
0: That's the wrong way around. It should be that way. Not trying to break the illusion or anything. Ignore that, kobolds. Anyway, this particular card has on it some stones that look like they are set out in a formation to be used as steps all around it there the walls are however not made of stone they're made out of ice now if you like to take that card and go put yeah. that in the door we shall see where you end up
1: This this door
0: that door yes the other the opposite door yes on the other end yeah. you put you insert the door in it does the same thing with the lights and everything and it opens up the first thing that you notice before you step into the room is that there is a very cold chill that blows at you. You can see that there are there is stonework and there is ice walls all around you. Would you like to enter?
1: Oh, so I suppose so. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly worried that they're going to um, come back now that the Guster's wind has worn off.
0: Oh, no, that's fine. The door at the other end, it would have disappeared their side, so they won't be able to follow you. It's all good. They'll go back to whatever it
1: was they were doing within their cabin. So don't worry. How would you say that, but I'm still going to worry. I'm still going to go through this door.
0: Okay. You go through the door, and you happen to find that, as I said, the temperature in here has dropped dramatically. There are odd... Blue flame torches that burn in sconces along the walls and they highlight the way to the other end. It's it's very similar to the corridor that you were just in, except for it's stone, ice, and it leads down. Okay. Stepping stones that lead downwards. Now, as you begin to walk, you notice that the tiles themselves or the stonework that you're walking on is a little bit slippery. You get to the end and you can see that there is what looks to be a almost like a, you know, how like patio stones look, you know, they're in like squares. There are a load of them that cover the entirety of the floor of the room that you've just walked into as you've got to the bottom of the stairs. However, each of the room, each of the squares has got a letter on it. Oh. Now, yes. now, you'll see above you, carved into the stonework, uh, there is a clue that asks what is it that the question masters seek?
1: What is it that the question masters seek? Yes. He said you didn't know. Well and there then you is. said something about it not being well domination. Can I spell world domination if I step on them?
0: You probably could. There's probably enough letters there, although it is a bit like uh, what's that game what's that one? Uh what's the what's the game that they call with the lines that go up and down? You have to connect the connect the letters. I can't oh, remember buster. what it's called. Yeah, that that is, is that what it's called? I don't know what it's called, but yeah. You could probably spell world domination, but you'd have to jump from like the W that's like over there on the fourth row back, and then over to the O that's on the third row, and that does sound tedious. It does sound a little bit tedious, yes. But um, there is there is something there. I will let you know though that there is something that we question masters do seek. However, um, it was a little bit unfair of me to not mention it at the beginning. So. I'm going to say talking is a free action. Oh. That's completely my fault. Sorry about that. That's right. I'm supposed to say knowledge. We're seeking knowledge at the beginning, and I forgot to say it.
1: I mean, that was a bit cheeky of me to to call you out on it, because I probably do know that. Shall yes. I roll a D100?
0: Yes, please. Roll a D100 um, oh, well so we well. can get away from this embarrassment. And how are you finding Murderous Symphony at the moment?
1: I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because you're the DM. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Re- really enjoying it. It's, uh, it's It's been nice to step back into Rodi's shoes as well. Uh, yes, although because... I did make a couple of tweaks.
0: Yes. I was going to say, what are the tweaks that you've made to this roadie and for people who may not know where has roadie appeared before
1: so roadie was in the very first roll together um one shot which was uh israel the roving house um uh, was one of the uh intrepid explorers um in uh, exploring that uh that place and um left there with uh, more than a few scars um at the time, he was a level two Divination Wizard and a level one Artificer. Um, but I've played an Artificer quite a lot with old Georgie, so I decided to uh, to reflavor him. Um, I've kept the two w- wizard levels and um, I've added um, a couple of uh, four Sorcerer levels because we're, we're level six at the moment. Although I think we might be going up at some point, in which case I'm I'm playing with my options.
0: Good, good, good. Yeah, it, is, it is nice to play around with your characters mm. a little bit. I, I, I always like to think that the classes, you're not always restricted to the class that you first decided to play. Yeah. Especially when you don't play a character consistently. So with the way that we do things here, if you don't play a character for a very long time, you could come back and have a few tweaks. They could have retrained at anything. So, you know,
1: Brody's I like to do it. I like to do it with my uh, my home game character, like players as well like there's no point playing a character if you're not enjoying it so like I one of my players has been playing a bard he wanted to try like dip, dip his toes into rogue but then actually just found that he wasn't really enjoying it so uh, so yeah just just went pure bard again
0: no it's fair enough fine
1: doesn't make you a difference do does way.
0: it what did you roll on your d100 oh i
1: got a 32
0: 32 so that question mm. is going to be Ooh, what's something about your non d d life that might surprise us?
1: Uh, my non d life? Um, so, I guess... A lot of people in, um, in Roll Together are very actor Um, you know, a, a lot of people do do that as their kind of main source of uh, income, because... Um, uh, d d doesn't pay as much as uh, it would. You know, we would all love for it to uh, to keep us fed and watered, but it doesn't. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people, you know, do do a bit of voice acting, a bit, bit of that. I'm not one of those people. Um, my life outside of D&D largely involves spreadsheets and Excel and, um, yeah, writing formulae, for, for, formulae formulae, um, which I don't know, I feel like that's a surprise. It's still fairly nerdy. Um, it's probably more of a surprise to anyone who knew me at school because I really was not IT-based. Um, so that is I suppose is the other thing. Even though I work in spreadsheets, um, the highest qualification I've got in IT is Key Skills Two, uh, and the only reason I've got that is because my school um, um, we were kind of on the cusp of IT becoming compulsory. So when my year went through GCSEs, uh, we had to do technology, which I hated rubbish at it um and then when we came back they'd changed it all so that everybody had to have an it GCSE, and those of us who didn't had to take this key skills course so yeah um i i I was not good at it it's something that i've had to teach myself as i realized this is actually important um so yeah those those are my surprising things i work a lot with it i'm not qualified it's so i was
0: in the same situation uh you know I could have chosen to take. IT was an option that we could take for GTSEs. Mm. I chose not to take it for whatever reason. Uh, but technology was a compulsory thing. And it wasn't until over the year after me or two years after me that IT was made a compulsory thing that you had to do. It's now not again for some reason. I have children who are doing it and mm. IT isn't a compulsory thing. It's weird. So I'm currently going to... I'm currently going through the process of getting qualifications to do IT. One thing I have realized, or I have noticed, and you'll probably agree with this, is 10, 15, 20 plus years ago, you had skilled things like carpentry, pottery, you know, all of that sort of stuff, like proper hands-on stuff that were known as um, career skills and... IT is now one of those. It's not like the main one. Well, it is the main one, but it's not. But it's it's a trade skill, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Engineering, plumbing, electricity, all of that sort of stuff. And that's sh- it's something that should be t- taught at schools um, properly. There's a lot of things that we should be taught at schools in this country that isn't. But I digress. We're not going to get into that. Would you like to want another question?
1: Yeah, I will do. Yes, for those listening at home, particularly those younger viewers who um, think you know you might be able to get through without it, please don't, don't, don't tempt. Just, just, just do the computers. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Ooh, that's
0: <laughs> quick. You have to recast the last TV show or film you watched with rolled together characters
1: or players. Who's playing who? Oh shoot! So the last film I watched was the menu. Is, Which, is
0: that the one where they're
1: um, trapped, it's in like, a,
0: trapped in a restaurant or something
1: yeah they're tra- they're trapped in a restaurant on an island and mm-hmm. they're all kind of rich people and um I d- I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for anyone because it's a, actually it's a really good film um it is it is odd um but yeah there's a lot of um a lot of weirdness going on and um so gonna attempt oh called. here's where i'm gonna cheat and i'm going to imdb the cast list so that i don't uh get any actors names wrong because there's a few there's a few i know but um it's uh it's it's not like your big marvel blockbuster where um you know i'm, I'm a nerd and i know everyone's names kicking myself for not watching uh Watching one of those now. Um so I think oh did they have to be my characters or can they be anyone in roll together?
0: Anyone in roll together. Let's say that.
1: Right. Okay. So I need a chef. I need a head chef to replace Rafe Fines. Um Oh god, who even does We we had a whole baking one-shot and I can't think of a single um so I need well, a...
0: Was it the... what Was it the... The, the Bake... Oh, God, it was the Bake Off. The, the Great
1: Feywild Bake Off. That's the one. Yeah. So we had um, uh, Chris as Gertie, Tom as Pip. Um, Lola's character was like... Um, oh. I can't remember... I can't remember half the names. The only reason I remember Gertie and Pip is because I obviously know them from playing alongside them. So, yeah, I think just just for pure fairness people Gertie is the head chef um I'm gonna go with um uh I'm gonna go with um Pip because I can just see um I can see Tom making a a, a poppet backstory out of the the chef's kind of backstory um then you've got a couple of different like um characters who are um dining in the restaurant. So I think I'll, I'll focus on them. I don't want to t- take up all of the time with this because I could films is one of my things I'd like if, if you if you ask me to do anything about films, I will keep going on about it. Um, so Nicholas Holt um, of X-Men fame, um, X-Men fame to me, I'm sure he was in other things. But X-Men um, was um, a kind of fan of um, the, uh, the head chef so seeing as I've picked Pip as the as the head chef I will pick someone who would be a fan of is it weird to put nutmeg in as no Ogden Ogden would need to be uh, I think uh head chef Pip's uh, biggest fan um, and then Ogden had brought um uh, instead of um instead of his normal uh uh, sorry, his his expected guest uh played uh I don't know who the, the expected guest would have been played with, brought someone else instead, um who is played by An- Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. I, uh yeah, Anya Ta- Taylor Joy, I don't know, Anya or Anya or, um of Queen's Gambit fame, I believe. Um,
0: and, and Super Mario Bros movie. Because
1: she plays oh, Princess yes. Peach. Peach, that's right. Peaches, 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 Peaches. Um Ah, oh, but I think that's where I'm gonna put Gertie. Yeah. Oh god. I'm, I'm I'm burning through the um flustered in the Feywild cast. I'm gonna to have to I'm gonna to have to dip my toes elsewhere in a sec. Right, there was there was a table of three Dude Bros. Um so I need some Dude Bro characters. Um Oh, does anyone actually play any Dude Bro characters? Um I'm gonna put Eltrion in there. Um I'm gonna put Eltrion. I'm gonna put Jakarth and um Oh. Dare I put. I know they're dude bros, but I'm tempted to put a non-masculine character in there just because, you know, this is us casting this film. Um so I'm gonna go with um Um to Salin um as the kind of related. Oh. So that's so that's the um uh the Neverwinter saga table sorted. Um not specifically, Absolutely. I suppose. Um yeah. Oh, I might have to, I, I might have to, to, I'll do one, I'll do one more table and then I will uh, move on because I think uh, I, I could, I could go at it this for, for a bit too long. Um, there was a table, which was a um, um, a, a film critic and her I, magazine editor, producer, fellow critic. I never quite got what the dynamic was um, who uh, the, the food critic was Janet McTier, and the, um like toady was paul Adel- Adelstein. Um, now i remember i i did i this is what i do after films i, I go on imdb i'm like what, what were you in what were you in and i, I cannot for the life of me remember what janet mcteer was in could just click click the link i'm cheating um um famous oh known for allegiant oh, that was one of the divergent series of films wasn't it it, mm. it was a book series and they never quite finished it oh
0: yeah the whole yeah, yeah. yeah but, the thing that was supposed to be the next hunger games but
1: yeah but they they kind of tried to do a hunger Games, split the last book into two and it just didn't do as good as they wanted mm. um so she probably doesn't want me to to remember her for that so there's also ozark um an episode no can't tell if that's an episode of or a few jessica jones but uh yes that's what she was in and paul adelstein um i'm only going to bring up one thing because it was the other thing that this could have potentially been um, brooklyn 99 he was in a couple of episodes of that which um Ooh, just found funny. That? um he was a um mob boss that um captain holt um did a did a, did a bit of a deal with uh, I've been avoiding spoiling the the menu, and I've possibly spoiled Brooklyn Nine Nine for anyone who's not gotten up to this. So, just just skip past this bit. Skip past this bit.
0: Brooklyn Nine Nine ended like
1: two years ago, a year ago. So, yes, but I'm watching it for the first time. So, oh okay. <laughs> um, hence, hence, yeah, w- watching through. I think we're on like season five right now. Um, so yeah, they were a, a food critic. Now, why did I go with this particular category to try and to 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 round it off? I don't know. All right, food critic. So in magazines and people who are doing writing who who does a lot of writing in rt
0: um oh i did see that there was somebody who plays an eldritch scribe mm. wizard that would be that would be a good pick wouldn't it i um
1: yeah uh no from um from the game that you played in the dm would uh the christmas special which uh, was um oh, testimonial testimonial Testi- See, we said that at the same time, as far as I can tell, but I bet when it comes to the recording, that's going to be slightly off. Yeah. Um, yeah, Testimonial. Um, so Testimonial would make a fantastic food critic. Um, so I'm going to stick um, stick him in there. And uh, who would toady up for um, Testimonial? Um, it's going to have to be... Um, hmm. I'm going to put in Enoch again using up the uh, the flustered flustered folk um but yeah I'm gonna stick Enoch in there as a uh, as a, as a fellow writer a co- co-writer of the um uh for Feywild Wild rule book um yeah I could I could keep going on with this but um I will I will stop there th- there's, there's wait staff and and all sorts in this film that uh that crop up I'm not going to cast the whole thing but
0: I feel like that one question, should be an episode on its on its own. I think that would be really interesting.
1: I mean I guess it depends on what you just watched, you know. Well, what, I mean, what, did you, what did you just watch? Gravity. All right. Duh, 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 done. Yeah. Or The Martian.
0: I've had an idea. However, nope. I'm not going to say it on the stream because we will talk about it for ages. I'll mention it when we finish.
1: And and maybe get the mods to stick it in chat so that people can Yeah. Have a think to,
0: to see what people think about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. get, get a bit of a uh, bit of an audience vote going on with it. Anyway, shall we go back in? Where's Where's Roger? I think he is. I suppose so. And... Oh, oh yes. Oh, uh, did you feel that sensation wash over you? I've, I've, I felt something, but
1: I think it might be my leg again.
0: Uh, anyway, you will look in front of you, and you'll see that there are the word "knowledge" is spelled out, and you are free to walk to the other end and go through the door. Yeah, off you trot.
1: I'll do a kind of hopscotch thing: just hop on the K, hop on the N, or the leg, switch the leg, and eventually I make my way over.
0: You make your way over. You go through the door. You end up in a another very nicely looked looking. Uh, hallway with uh, different posters on the wall this time. Now uh, these ones are more character based posters you see a poster for Jakarth, a person oh. called Jakarth, a person called Old Georgie a person called Giacomo and there's a few of those as you go down and they've got fine little bits of artwork on there. Uh, would you like to roll me another D100 please? I oh, would indeed Um that is a 99. Nine, 99. That's, yes. I think that's the highest I've ever had. Uh, oh. Which is... It helps if I have the right deck of cards in my hand. Let me just pull the right deck out. <laughs> right.
1: Oh. You now I'm hungry for ice cream.
0: You know what? Ice cream would be really good. One second. I wave my hand and we both have a bowl of ice cream.
1: Everybody looking at home is probably wondering, why do they have the cards and not a bowl of ice cream each?
0: Probably. Would you like to go... Oh, oh, one second. I need to describe what's on the card first, don't I? Uh, This card has... It's a dark room, or a dark space anyway, and there seems to be loads of keys. Oh, okay. Floating. Shall it. There we go.
1: I'll put it this side this time.
0: Oh, interesting. Oh, you're going back on yourself. Oh Nobody's done that before. <laughs> I just want to test these cards. You do it. The door that you just come through lights up and opens back out the other way. And you can see on the other side a dark void with loads of little twinkles as like stars. Very interesting. Very
1: interesting, yes. Oh. Would you like to go through? I would indeed. I feel a lot more comfortable that I'm not being followed now that I know that I can change the, the destination of these doors.
0: Definitely. I mean, it could, it could be that you've you're going back on yourself, or you're going through the room in a backwards compared to going through it front ways. I don't know. It's new territory for me, but let's find out. You walk okay. into the room. Uh, it is a black void. There is. A floor that you can walk on. You can can feel something solid under your feet, even though it looks like it could fall forever. Very odd. And all around you, there are flying keys. At the other end is another door. Now, I will tell you that this door will lead you into the final area. However, there is no card for this door. There is no dice rolls or anything. You need to find the key, and you need to get it. Yeah. That is how. That's what you need to do.
1: And there's a there's a bunch of keys flying around.
0: Yes. Uh, if you'd like to make me a perception check,
1: this will not go well. What was a thirteen?
0: 13? 13's not bad. You can see that uh, each of the keys have got uh, different designs on them. Some of them, one of them has got like a leopard print on it. Another one's got uh, like a like a purple silk material to it another one's blue there's one that looks like it's come out of a forest and but they're all some of them have got wings some of them haven't a bit gaudy, But they are, yes it depends some of them have got pictures on them as if they've been made by a key maker uh,
1: can i see any that look like they fit this door
0: you can go and inspect the lock if you like to see what's on do. the lock yeah, yeah okay go over to inspect that uh, now you can uh, give you a choice you can make perception or investigation
1: i think i'd rather investigate this time that's fine well hopefully do a bit better not 13 not 12 even oh that means not it's
0: not too bad it's it's exactly not exactly what you needed but it will give you enough information i hope anyway you can see on the key itself it is uh, there is some in terms of coloration. The lock itself is—it's got uh, various uh, purples, pinks, a little bit of green in there as well, and it's got what looks to be some sort of elven filigree all the way around the lock. Yeah, elven markings, and it's very nice. I
1: would like—I've got—I've got a bit of time, haven't I? You got a little bit of time, yes. I'm going to ritual cast comprehend languages so that I can read elvish. Oh, okay.
0: So you're going to sit there for a little bit. I'm going to I tell you what, I'm actually quite interested to see as well. So I'm going to uh watch you cast comprehend languages and see how that goes.
1: Oh. So you
0: cast a spell. How does how does it look as you cast your comprehend languages?
1: Um, my misium apparatus, kind of the, the arms come out and there are um, various um, lenses. It's kind of like when you get your eyes tested and it kind of puts puts different lenses in the way. Better or worse, and you know, until I eventually tw- tweaks that um, suddenly the words read in common instead of elvish. Oh,
0: fantastic. Right. And as you look at the writing that is left there, uh, all it says is the key, the actual key is under the doormat.
1: I look down. Is there a doormat?
0: There is a doormat. The doormat was in Elvish, but it now says welcome. Oh, I look under the doormat. You look under the doormat and there is a key that matches the description and the shape of the lock.
1: I mean, that was actually, I'm just. I'm just going to unlock the door.
0: You unlock the door. The door opens out into another one of these parlor of candle hallways. There's some more Burkeys. posters on the wall. You hear some like jangling and chingling noises as they seem to clink at you in goodbye. Some of them sound a bit sad as well. None of them had moth wings, did they? Uh, you didn't really have a chance to have a proper look, but there were, there were some that did have wings. Nope, keeping away from
1: them. Little flying flight, pretty things.
0: Okay, so you go through the door again. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're back in the hallway. There are more posters on the wall. Would you like to roll me another D100? And we will see what we draw this time.
1: I will indeed. 61.
0: 61. If you had got eight higher, you would have won the dungeon. Oh, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. Okay, so this one is an image of an ornate mirror. Hmm. There you go. Very nice. Would you like to roll another D100? Because I've not done two cards. Let's do two cards this time. So you've got the choice of an ornate mirror or... My
1: other other option... It's a 16, if you could believe it. I rolled a 6-1, I've now rolled a 1-6.
0: That's actually rather funny. I quite like that.
1: (laughs) So This next card is going to be... Tell me the odds on that one. Go on, chap.
0: So this one looks to be a figure... With no expression or facial features at all, wearing very basic clothing and a weapon on their side. But well, that's it. Uh, in what looks to be a village. You may me oh. take
1: that one as well. All right. So, so I've got a mirror. I've got someone who looks to be armed.
0: Somebody who looks to be young with a dagger they have a weapon on their side yes but so armed they don't they could be armed yes
1: I'd like to go to the mirror room
0: of course so you put that in nobody ever wants to go for the blank face oh that's a shame anyway you walk would you like to walk straight in I'm going to give this one back to you oh please thank you very much I hope you'll put that back in the deck ah You do notice, I will say, with your magical capabilities, that every time you place a card in one of these doors, the door opens and then the card disappears. And the deck of cards that I hold in my hand, there's always a little burst of light that comes from somewhere within the stack as the card gets re-entered into the deck.
1: So, So I couldn't have just kept it in my pocket and made sure that, you know, no face and lots of weapons comes back. Possibly.
0: You never know. You don't know what you'll keep on you when you leave here. Anyway, you walk into the room. You find that your way is blocked by a large, ornate mirror. It's casting your own reflection back at you, and also the corridor that is behind you. Or is it? Would you like to roll me a perception check? Well
1: will not go well. Oh, that did go well. Fifteen. Ooh. On closer
0: inspection, something seems off. How are you going to get past it?
1: Something seems off with the mirror.
0: Something seems off with the mirror, with the reflection, with the, with the whole situation. Hmm. Because as you turn around, the door that leads to the corridor that you just come from is no longer there. But yet when you look in the mirror, the corridor is there.
1: That is not. Am I convinced that this is actually a mirror? It's just enchanted in some manner that it shows things that are different.
0: I mean, you could definitely roll me an arcana check. It's definitely a mirror from from your perception check before. You can definitely Mm -hmm. tell it is indeed a mirror. but your arcana check will be able to tell you if it is magical or not.
1: Tell Only what my arcana check can also tell me is whether this mirror melts. I'm going to take a couple of steps back and I'm going to fireball it. Oh. Fireball or firebolt? Oh, no, I'm using my misium apparatus and I'm going to try and burn a hole through this mirror because I don't think it's right. I think it's behind that mirror. Okay, uh, roll... Uh, it's Fireball is a dexterity save. It's still an Arcana check to see if I can even cast it. Yes. Easily done. Um, that's an 18. And the apparatus just kind of comes out. It, it kind of... A couple of different arms come and go, and then eventually it comes out, and one's got an aerosol, and the other one's got a lighter, and it just sort of... I'm
0: going to hide... In your uh, row, in your hood, or some loose bit of clothing that you have, because I do not want to get singed. Uh, I cannot. The mirror itself cannot pass any sort of check. So um, you just watch as this almost flamethrower-style effect encompasses the mirror. And once your spell ends, there is no mirror there anymore. Just melted debris. On the floor. Hmm. And on the other side is another door.
1: Excellent. I'm going to wait a little bit of time. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to wait any time at all. I'm going to use... Oh, no. I don't know that one. Can I know that one?
0: I'm going to pop it out uh, again. And I'm very impressed by what I see.
1: I think I can... Indeed. Um I'm going to try and use a cantrip with my museum. So can still do it. Doesn't um Oh no, that didn't work. That was a natural one. I was trying No Trying to cast uh Lost it now. Um Frostbite. Something that would could um could cool down the, uh, the thing, Unfortunately, uh, fortunately with, with, with the cantrips, it's just, um, it just doesn't do anything.
0: Oh, well that's lucky then. We don't want, uh, it exploding on your back or anything like that. I was getting worried. I might have to hide again for a second
1: there. No, no, it's just that I, I was trying to calm cool down some of the molten mirror and it didn't, didn't quite. So I'm just going to try and hop through the, uh, the, the not burning bits.
0: Uh, well, I'd rather you didn't burn yourself. So I'm going to call t- talking is a reaction again, if that's okay. No. Yeah. Mm. I always. I, we'll let that cool down for Rodi before he goes and burns his feet or something. He doesn't want to. Nobody wants to deal with that.
1: Uh, I, very, I very much enjoy with Rodi taking the um, clockwork soul kind of you know. Oh, you've, you ties to the plane of order. No, Rodi is chaotic as fuck.
0: <laughs> that the apparatus is probably one of my favorite magic items that i've seen I, I i would be far too scared to use one myself
1: i mean that's that's what the um the, the divination wizard levels are primarily for like if there was something that was too important to risk then i would use one of my divination dice to make sure that's I pass that check however it's also hilarious so most of the time I'm actually hoping for a fail
0: yeah right would you like to roll so,
1: would you... I don't think I've actually failed one in the um, in the show I'm slightly disappointed that yeah. Brody's gonna be going ahead from this dungeon thinking that his contraption works <laughs> oh no oh no oh no uh, D100 yes please that is a 38 38
0: so with a 38 would you rather step on 10 d4s all at once or 1 d4 every or 1 d4 every day for 10 days
1: i think i'd rather get it over with yes cuz cuz after a while i mean you probably build up a bit of a resistance to it but um, i have very sensitive feet like you know you know as a kid like those those jungle gym things with like the, the you, you had to sometimes go around on the along the ropes couldn't do it it was far too um i can't can't see past the cat's head um yeah, yeah far too much um far too painful stepping on those things for me so i uh, would always have to like cling to the sides and step on the more stable metal bit um and yeah unfortunately that has not left me as an adult i am uh uh, very, very uh, sensitive to walking on the sharp things. So that said, I would rather get it over with, and then I don't have the angst of worrying when it's going to happen for the next nine days or so.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know, I'd, I'd be the exact same as you, especially if you got one of the like really, really sharp D4s that you can get. No, yeah, like, like, like one of the metal ones. Yeah, no thank you.
1: Now, no, one trip to A&E instead of ten, please.
0: Yes, please. I think to have that surgically removed from your foot, uh, let's let's do one more question, and then we can take Rodi
1: out of here. Get yeah, your gun. Twelve. One, two.
0: One, one two. Mm-hmm. Do you have an accidental character trope that keeps popping up, no matter how hard you try to get away from it? Uh, as an example, Tom being a poppet. Hmm tom's characters being
1: puppets um i think one of the things that i do keep playing is i do keep playing intelligence-based characters which is mostly because i like to i like to make sure that everybody else has picked before i jump in with what i want to pick um and the the few times that i haven't done that particularly on stream so go, go back through through the shows i've been in you'll notice the ones that i've picked first will be the ones where i am playing um a character class that um uh someone else has picked so like if if it's if it's one where i've gone last i will you know, unless two other people have obviously decided to play the same thing, um, I will I will not be playing the same class as anyone else. However, and I'll, and I'll be plugging a gap as well. So, which generally, um, I don't know if other people find this. Um, generally, I find that that's the intelligence score. Like people, people mm-hmm. love to play, uh, you know, a wisdom based caster, and people love to play a, you know, barbarian. Um, no one ever, no one seems to pick the, you know. Wizard or art, Artificer, and uh, maybe that's because there's fewer options for, for intelligence than for other things. But um, yeah, so I, I, if I've picked last, often I'll end up being a wizard or an Artificer. Um, if I picked first, um, you, which you'll, yeah, you'll notice sometimes it will be because um, I really, really wanted to play something, and then someone else has gone. Oh yeah, I'll, I'm taking some levels in that. Oh. oh yeah.
0: I found with the games that I've played. We've rolled together. Other than myself, because I have, I have not been in a. No, that's actually wrong. I'm not. No, i yeah, I've not been in a party with a full rogue. Mm. I've, I've, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think everyone's had a dip in rogue. What? Jackamo wasn't a rogue, was he?
1: No, Jackamo was a rogue. Jackamo uh, was a. Um, it's not soul. Scy knife.
0: Soul knife. knife Is it role. Soul Knife? Well then I apologise to Tom for completely forgetting that Giacomo was a rogue
1: I'm fairly certain Giacomo was full rogue I, I don't think Tom took a dip But to, to be quite honest It's been a long time yeah. since I looked at those um, those character sheets So um, Yeah, there's there's a few things that people will take dips in And don't seem to play fully So like I think quite a few people have taken like fighter dips mm um,
0: um, Garnot is full, is a full fighter. I've, I've, I've thought a couple of times of taking a dip in either wizard or artificer mm. and rogue because he has it <laughs> might not come across in the sessions, but he does have a high intelligence. Um, I think it's like 13 or 14 mm. or something like that.
1: Um, Way enough to, to multi class,
0: enough to multi class, yeah, but I just never have. Um, mm. but yes, dip, dip fighter is. This is the first two levels of fire,
1: yeah. that That's my <clears throat> that's that's the kind of first thing I, I tend to play the intelligence classes, not necessarily because I'm drawn to it, but just because I like plugging gaps. I don't like there being gaps, so I plug them, yeah. Um, and then the other thing that um I tend to play is um fairly cheerful characters, I think, mm. like cheerful and friendly, to, and, and that's just because on the few occasions where I've tried to make someone so like am um, in, uh, Rebecca's Christmas one shots, the, um, uh, the one that was largely based on, um, Christmas Carol. Um, mm-hmm. the name is currently escaping me. It was only a year, like less than a year ago. But anyway. Um, we were all supposed to be kind of grumpy Christmas hating, like, you know, so-and-sos, um, and even then, like my characters ended up kind of get really getting into it and being like coming round to Christmas kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I just I just can't play a meanie. It's just not in my nature.
0: I always I always seem to end in um, almost end up in like uh, the dad of the party most of the time. On that note, hmm. <laughs> let's go back in and see rody off to their travels for the last episode of Murder symphony mm-hmm. well it looks like that uh, that mirror's cooled down now if you'd like to proceed forward oh yes what's, what's on it? the other side uh, you'll find out when you open the door won't you uh, oh. i do i do have a question before you go through though oh have you enjoyed yourself have you had fun
1: let's see I got my leg caught in a bear trap that was I fun. had to find my way out of a room full of keys and there was a mm. trap with lots of words I think overall probably I, I might give it a miss but thank you for oh. having me oh um uh, I was going
0: to ask you to fill in one of these review things but uh don't worry uh, definitely don't tell anybody else but the name of the fae or the the, the illusionist about this please uh, uh through the door and and oh. you, you go through the door and you are back in the parlor of candor all <laughs> right okay so um oh. bear with me one moment ready please uh i'd just like to thank everybody uh for joining us for talking is a free action uh, you will find us here every friday from 6 p.m bst for either Talking is a Free Action or our our other talk show, Talk Together. Uh, You can also find us playing D&D on Mondays and Tuesdays at 6pm BST, uh, where you can follow adventures of people just like Brody. All of these are streamed at twitch.tv forward slash Roll Together RPG. VODs are available immediately after the stream to catch up. Or you can find all of our content on YouTube or on podcasts by searching... uh, roll together RPG I almost forgot where we were then oh sorry Uh, uh, anyway uh, many thanks to our uh, d20 club on patreon Uh, if you don't if you'd like to support us you can uh, from as little as one of your uh, local currency apparently there are goats involved as well you'll have to speak to the poppet about that I don't know Uh, and we'd also like to say another thank you to our sponsors and supporters now um roadie uh, as as you exit the parlor of candor and as uh, I look rather sheepish and worried behind my counter, uh, you'll notice that there's a sign on the door. And the sign, it flips over to a closed sign, and underneath it, it reads, The ancient question master proverb of always stay classy at the table. Goodbye.